seated, please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today's gospel is a portion of an ongoing debate that Jesus had or argument with the religious leaders in Israel who St. John calls the Jews. Of course, um, though this is a sort of pejorative reference, it doesn't refer to all Jews since St. John, who's writing the Gospel, is also Jewish, but it's a reference, we'll see this throughout John, especially in the Passion Narratives, between the leadership, it's a, it's a, a reference to the leadership that opposed Jesus. It is interesting to, to reflect upon the fact that it is the religious leaders that oppose Jesus. They felt threatened by him, and they resisted his call to repent and change and, and bring about this new order that Jesus came to, to, uh, to begin. Their religion was for them a way of maintaining the status quo. It, it protected them against hearing God's voice. And this illustrates that it's possible to be one who holds to the true faith, but in one's practice of that faith to miss the point and the goal of that faith. Many of these religious leaders claimed to be waiting for the Messiah of Israel. And here in the Gospel, he is standing right before them, and they are arguing with him. This, the point also, historically, with this, this idea that these are, quote, the Jews, has been some idea that there's something anti-Semitic in this, but as we process the Holy Week narratives, the narratives of the Passion, we understand that what this group represents is not some other people but us. On on Good Friday, for example, we'll be very aware that we're participating in this act of crucifixion. That's part of our own fallen nature. And so they represent human nature and the human tendency to use religion to shield us from the voice of God, to, to not hear what God is saying. There is a distinction between True religion and false religion is brought out in this, in this debate. True religion focuses on inward transformation. And false religion is focused on outward forms and outward appearances. If you look at Jesus and these religious leaders, they outwardly did the same things. They went to the synagogue. They went to the temple. They said the same prayers. But the religious leaders were not receiving inwardly God's word and being changed by it. True religion begins in my own heart. It looks at my own sin and looks to transform my own life. Once one's own heart is opened up to the experience of grace and transformation, True religion becomes missionary, becomes concerned with the other because it desires to share with the other that which it has experienced. That's true evangelism. We've experienced the grace of God for our own sins. 
Therefore, we desire to share this with other people. False religion begins out there, trying to change those people or that system or that problem. And invariably, it ends up pitting we, the righteous, against those bad people. And it ends up in self-righteousness. Lent and Easter are the chief seasons of the Christian year because they, they highlight this transformation. Lent is about our dying with Christ. We focus on the cross. Our dying with Christ, making a good confession. And Easter is about our rising with Christ, our experiencing new life through faith in him. The essence of this experience is the ability to experience conviction of sin and make a good confession. Can we hear the voice of God? And that's what this season of Lent, the main goal of it in terms of our spiritual disciplines is to bring us to make a good confession, to see where we are with God, to acknowledge that, and to allow God's grace to come in some new way to change us. The best way to make a good confession is to pray and to ask God to show us what we need to see. It is helpful in making a good confession to have some idea of the sins, the deadly sins, you know, pride, lust, envy, to have some categories in which to understand what God is saying to us. But we cannot make a good confession merely by reading a sheet of paper. A good confession must be the product of our prayer in which we listen for the voice of God, hear what he's saying to us, allow ourselves to be convicted, make a good confession. In order for this to happen, we have to be open to what God is saying to us. The, quote, Jews in the gospel were not open to what God was saying to them. Jesus came to call them to repent, and though they were very religious, they said no. They reflect a human tendency to use religion as a shield against the voice of God, to use religion to protect our sort of status quo, our way of, of, of currently living. One principle of a good confession that helps us get deeper, helps us get away from the surface of things, is to understand that most of our outward sin are manifestations of deeper inward things that we really don't want to look at. We tend to focus on lust and gluttony and maybe lying and cheating and stealing in our confessions. But these outward behaviors <coughs> typically manifest some inward issue that we're not dealing with. They are symptoms rather than the real thing. There is usually some inward anger, some inward event in the past, something we haven't forgiven yet. Some, something going on that makes us act out this way. And because we won't face it within us, 
it creeps out in disordered behavior. To make a good confession, we have to, we have to know this and always ask deeper questions. Not just what am I doing, but also why am I doing this? And at root, our fundamental problem is we don't really believe what we say we believe. We don't really trust God. And therefore, we act out. And we, we depend on other things to comfort us and protect us. The end of Lent is a time to focus on making a good confession. And the, the thing that keeps us from a good confession often is that a really deep and good confession is like a death. And we're afraid of death. We're afraid to let go of those things that are so central to our lives, our old habits of thought and behavior, our, our customary way of doing things. And so because we're afraid of death, we, we protect ourselves, and religion is a part of this. We focus on outward things. We, be, we focus on religious behavior, and we guard the thing that's really going on within us. To bring Lent to a fruitful conclusion that leads to the grace of Easter, we have to open our lives in new ways to hear what God is saying to us. And this is the function of prayer. So a couple of weeks leading up to Good Friday is a good season. I really think confession is best begun by asking God daily, what's going on in my life? What do I need to look at? What do I need to see? letting God speak to us through our lives with prayer and bring us to the point. And when we do that, and when we're open, God will tap us on the shoulder and say, this is it. And when, when God speaks to us in this way and challenges us, then we have to be willing to let go. God will ask us to open up new doors of our lives. To, to God's grace and work, areas that we typically have closed off before because we're afraid to die. But we shouldn't be afraid to die because Jesus tells us what happens on the other side of death for those in Christ. He who loses his life will save it. So let us ask God to help us make a good confession, to help us bring this experience of Lent uh, to conclusion in a fruitful way by revealing to us what's really going on in our lives so we can make good confessions, so we can make real progress in our personal walks with Christ, and also so we can experience greater reconciliation with each other in the body of Christ, which is always the fruit of genuine inner examination and change. And let us not be afraid, for the dead in Christ shall rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <clears throat>
Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me.